Welcome to The Road to Rural Prosperity, featuring stories about rural Oklahoma and rural America. Guiding us on the journey today is our host, Ron Hayes. Well, thank you, Billy. And howdy, neighbors. Ron Hayes with you on The Road to Rural Prosperity. Very happy to have along with us today. Actually, he's a second-time guest to The Road. We've got Brent Kissling joining us today, Executive Director of the Oklahoma Department of Commerce within the Kevin Stitt Administration. Early on, the governor asked the Commerce Department to take the lead in the efforts to make sure Oklahomans sign up and register in the 2020 census. Brent Kissling with us today to give us an update on where we stand, where we need to go as of yet to get this successfully across the finish line and make sure Oklahoma is properly counted in the 2020 census. He says that could mean millions of dollars over the next decade to the state of Oklahoma, to local governments, and to the well-being of our state. Today's road to rural prosperity being powered by the Public Service Company of Oklahoma. They've been around since 1913, serving over a half a million customers across 30,000 square miles of eastern and southwestern Oklahoma. Our thanks to Public Service Company of Oklahoma. And we'll be back with Brent Kissling talking about the 2020 census today on the road to rural prosperity in just a few moments. PSO provides electricity service to more than half a million customers across Oklahoma. Increasing reliance on natural gas and renewable energy is our future. Cleaner, more affordable energy to power our lives. A strong Oklahoma economy boosted by new jobs, increased revenues for rural communities and schools. Together, our energy is boundless. The Oklahoma Rural Water Association. They've been representing water and wastewater systems across Oklahoma since 1970. The Oklahoma Rural Water Association was formed to enhance the quality of life in rural Oklahoma through the development and delivery of services and programs for the benefit of ORWA members and the rural people they serve. On today's Road to Rural Prosperity, very happy to have along with us Brent Kissling, the Executive Director of the Oklahoma Department of Commerce for the state of Oklahoma. Not a real long conversation that we had the opportunity to sit down and uh, talk uh, via telephone with Brent about, but it's an important conversation for the future of Oklahoma's well-being, for our prosperity. A successful final count for the 2020 census for the state of Oklahoma. Brent, uh, we're going to talk today about uh, where we are on census 2020. I thought we might back up just for a moment, though, and kind of give folks a little bit of a historical perspective on the importance of census down through the years. I know that you probably looked at this, and and, and this is uh, this is a really an important uh, every 10-year process that we go through. It is very important, Ron, and so glad that you're bringing it to the attention of your uh, your listeners out there. There's really a couple of reasons why it's important. One, it's important for federal representation. Um, we've got to make sure that uh, we have as many people as we have the representation that we need in Congress uh, and the Electoral College. Um, the second reason is a lot of the dollars that come to Oklahoma are based on population numbers. Um, also, economic development purposes, whenever a company is looking at moving to a state, uh, they're looking at those census numbers. Plus, it's just a moral obligation. If you live in our state, we want to make sure that you're counted. 
Let's talk a little bit about, uh, as, we, as we've led up to uh, uh, this particular 2020 census, uh, uh, last fall, even last summer, I know there were conversations starting within the, the Stitt administration about how you maximize that count to get every single person counted to be able to, to as, as you mentioned, uh, qualify for as much, uh, much uh, I guess, pizzazz out of all those numbers as you possibly can get. Yes, we. I think we uh, we missed an opportunity to the last couple of census uh, in Oklahoma. Of course, in the year 2000 is when we lost our sixth congressional seat and went down to five. And as a state, we really didn't put any money toward the census that year. We didn't have a state complete count committee. And in 2010, we did about the same thing. We didn't put any dollars toward it, no marketing campaign. And uh, Governor Stitt tasked us at the Department of Commerce to really ramp up our efforts for 2020. And so we had a very robust, or still have, a very robust uh, state complete count committee. We have a, uh, a, a census contact in all 77 counties. And so when we need to get information out quickly, we have a contact list that we can send those to. And, and we're seeing results. We're seeing some numbers start to go up from 2010. We've got a long ways to go, uh, but uh, excited about the movement we've seen so far. And uh, the governor did indeed appoint, uh, appoint the Department of Commerce as kind of that lead agency. Yes, I never would have thought growing up in Burlington, Oklahoma, that someday I would be the uh, director of the census for, for Oklahoma. But it, uh, it it has been a very interesting process. And, and really, uh, one thing that a lot of folks don't realize is a lot of the work for the census happens before you ever get that, uh, that mailing to your house. Uh, we've spent the last 12 months actually the last uh, 13 or 14 months, working through the data side of the equation because everybody is going to get something in the mail or get somebody that comes to their door and try to get them counted. Uh, But in order for that to happen, your address has to be in the database. And so we led the nation in the number of new addresses that were added to the Census Bureau database last year. And we think that's going to make a big difference in our final numbers. I know that uh, as we've talked before, you know, you you, you alluded to that uh, congressional seat that we lost at the turn of the century. Uh, That's one of the I know one of the desires of if we could somehow maybe get that uh, that seat back. Uh, It's not totally out of the question. Um, We think uh, we think we're probably within 100,000 people of competing for that last congressional seat. Uh, it's going to depend. I mean, it's a very dynamic situation because it depends on what other states do and and how aggressive they get. Uh, we're keeping very close eyes on on some of their campaigns and and how they're operating. Um, but uh, uh, it, it is a possibility. And for for the different counties within the state, rural Oklahoma, urban Oklahoma, uh, they need to realize that these same census numbers are the ones that are handed to the Oklahoma State Legislature to to draw up state. Uh, uh, state House and State Senate lines. And so if your area is not counted, then representation may move to another part of the state. And and, uh, so it's competitive even within the state of Oklahoma. I guess at the federal level, we're talking about uh, everything's divisible by what, uh, 435? Yes, that is correct. We are talking today with Rick Kissling, Executive Director of the Oklahoma Department of Commerce. One of his big jobs, one of his big tasks here in the early days of 2020, and really the last few months of 2019, uh, was to put together an effort in Oklahoma to get everybody that we possibly can get counted 
across the finish line in the U.S. Census for 2020. And we'll continue to talk about what that means for Oklahoma today with Brent in just a few moments here on the Road to Rural Prosperity. We'll be right back. For over 100 years, Public Service Company of Oklahoma has invested in the prosperity of rural Oklahoma. As PSO increases our reliance on natural gas and renewable energy like wind, we'll continue to create jobs and increase revenues for schools and rural communities across the state. Headquartered in Oklahoma City, the Oklahoma Public School Resource Center envisions a quality public education for every child in Oklahoma, and their mission is to drive transformation and increased academic achievement within Oklahoma's public education system. The Resource Center is a nonprofit organization that provides essential resources, professional development, and technical assistance to the state's public schools. They advocate for high-quality instruction for all Oklahoma students and support increasing classroom innovation to provide them a challenging, globally competitive education. Welcome back on the Road to Rural Prosperity. By the way, our special sponsor this week is PSO, Public Service Company of Oklahoma. And our guest, Brent Kisling, the Executive Director of the Oklahoma Department of Commerce. Commerce, a key part of the Kevin Stitt administration, as it is the governor's desire to make uh, our state, the state of Oklahoma, much more business-friendly and more aggressive when it comes to getting uh, folks to come to the state of Oklahoma to put down roots and to prosper along the way. Now, let's continue our conversation with Brick Kisling on the 2020 census effort here in Oklahoma. Let, let, let's talk about where we are right now. You've had, obviously, a few months now uh, to actually uh, have folks be sending their information in a variety of ways. Along the way, though, you suddenly ran into uh, this party that we've called the pandemic. How's that, how's that impacted the census count, do you think? Well, it's, it's been a huge impact. Um, in fact, the Census Bureau shut down all of their operations in Oklahoma about a month and a half ago. Uh, we did just uh, receive word yesterday that those field operations are being opened up again this week. In fact, Oklahoma is one of the first states to reopen their census offices and uh, uh, so those enumerators and their staff are going to be cloaked in personal protective equipment and starting to make visits to houses. And, and one thing I, I sure want to make sure your listeners know um, that, that does have an impact on Oklahoma is that if you don't have a city-style address, so if you don't have 100 South Main Street, if you just have uh, rural route number two or, or something like that, you're not going to get a census mailing. There's going to be somebody that will actually deliver that to your house because they can't uh, geo-track an address that's just a rural route. So that may be affecting some of our numbers, especially in the Panhandle and in Osage County. Uh, I was looking over uh, some of the counties that are in our lowest four or five, and and, uh, Cimarron County, Beaver County, Marshall, Dewey, Harper, McIntosh, those are uh, some of our lowest reporting counties so far, and and the top counties are Canadian, Cleveland, Rogers, Washington, Wagner, Tulsa counties. Uh, so those are the ones uh, that are are more urban in nature. Uh, they've uh, they've seen response rates uh, sometimes thirty or forty percent higher than what we're seeing in rural Oklahoma. So we we do have a, a unique uh, challenge in rural Oklahoma, right? We certainly do, and, and there's a lot of different reasons for it. Of course, the uh, the reporting of rural routes is part of it, and that I think will get corrected once we get to uh, the point where Census Bureau is sending enumerators out. Uh, but some of it has been broadband service. 
this is the first census in uh, U.S. history where you can fill out your census online. Before, you always had to, to fill out a piece of paper and mail it back in or make a phone call. Uh, this time, you can go to a, a website and in uh, way too many places across Oklahoma, we don't have the connectivity we need to complete a simple task like this. So um, that, that could be affecting it. It's it's certainly something uh, that the Department of Commerce has been paying attention to. It's, it's also reared its head during the pandemic response as well. When you look at distance learning and telemedicine, um, it, it needs to be one of our next big pushes here in Oklahoma. For, uh, for folks in rural Oklahoma, if you, for example, don't have that street address, as you've mentioned, you still can do the online and kind of short-circuit the need for a uh, in-person visit. Yes, yes. You can still go to, uh, uh, to the census website. You can go to okletscount.org in Oklahoma, and, uh, and, we, and you can click right through to fill out the census. You just plug in uh, any information that you can. And, and still be counted. You don't have to wait for somebody to come to your door. And that's really where our messaging has switched the last several weeks is telling folks if, if you never did receive that in the mail and, and uh, uh, would like to respond and we would encourage you to respond, please go to the website. Go to okletscount.org and, and uh, get yourself counted. When it comes to uh, to uh, you know the the whole process as we, we've talked about to this point, where you know what what exactly are are you are you hoping at the end of the day? In other words, what what is a success for this particular campaign? Well, the uh, every year the U.S. Census Bureau estimates how many people live within a state, and in 2010 our count was right at 3.75 million, um, but they estimate us right now at about. 3.95 million, so just under four. Um, we truly believe we'll we'll go well past four million. And my goal all along has been 4.1. I think that's probably where we are as a state is 4.1 million people. Uh, if we reach that point, that's worth that is actually worth billions of dollars in federal aid to our state. Uh, it, it could put us in the game for federal representation. Um, it it certainly uh, helps us on the economic development front as well. Um, so that's been my internal goal, uh, but uh, uh, you know, in 2010 we were 48th in the nation in our response rate. Um, we were almost last. Right now we rank 43rd in our response rate, so it's better than we were before. But I still think we can do much better than we are so far. And at the end of the day, that that's really what this uh, state effort, for the first time in uh, perhaps ever, have we ever had a state coordinated effort before? Not that I'm aware of, but I'm uh, I'm not familiar with what happened in 1990. <laughs> so this state effort that that's what this is all about is to try to bump that number up from from number 48. Yes, if we could be in the in the 30s even of uh, ranking of states in our response rate, uh, I think that's going to uh, make a huge difference for us long term, and and I think we can get there. Uh, but uh, rural Oklahoma has got to step up. Urban Oklahoma uh, has got to step up. Uh, all of Oklahoma has to count. And for the rural folks, as we as we talk to them today, what what is your, your really your message, Brent? Um, the message is: if you're tired of driving on a, a road that's got potholes in it, or you're tired of uh, school systems that maybe didn't get the the federal funds that it should or social services that are lagging in your area, then fill out the census. The, the dollars that come to your community is based on the folks who check the boxes on that census. It only takes a few minutes. 
Um, and it is less information than what most people have on their social media page. It's not like it's one of those uh, very intrusive uh, question and answer uh, documents. Uh, it's it's very simple, some simple information. It's only nine questions. I think it took me two or three minutes to fill it out. And it's going to count for the next 10 years. You don't get a chance in uh, uh, 2022 to go do this again. you got to wait till 2030. Uh, so we're encouraging folks to do it now. And, Brett, I guess if you and your family are counted here in the 2020 census, you're part of the solution. You're part of the resulting economic benefits that Oklahoma and your local areas uh, all will have over the next 10 years, all the way out to 2030. If you're missed, I guess the economic damage is is very real, very significant. We've, we figured it out from the last several years, projecting into the future for every person that does not Count that does not fill out their census, it's worth about $1,700 a year, $1,700 a year to our state. So you take that times 10, you're talking over $10,000, and then uh, for a family of four, $40,000, almost $50,000, those numbers rack up very quickly. And uh, uh, we're a state on the rise. We're going to catapult out of this pandemic right now, but we need the resources for that to happen. And so that's why we have not slowed down at all on our census efforts in the last few weeks. Give me that uh, web address one more time. Yep, it's okayletscount.org. And all the resources that you would ever need are there. You can click through to go straight to the uh, 2020 census page as well. You can see the marketing campaigns. There are uh, uh, videos that you can share and uh, uh, handouts that you can print off for your local community. Any tool that you might uh, need Okay, let's count.org, fill it out. Thanks, Brent. Brent Kissling, the executive director of the Oklahoma Department of Commerce, and talking about specifically Oklahoma's efforts to try to up the count in Oklahoma during the 2020 census. That website again is okay, let's count, all one word, okay, let's count.org. That's all of our time for you today on this edition of The Road to Rural Prosperity. I'm Ron Hayes. We'll see you soon. Thanks for joining us for today's Road to Rural Prosperity podcast. You can join the conversation about how rural Oklahoma can prosper by looking for us on Facebook. And you can find our growing number of conversations on our website, ruralprosperityok.com. The Road to Rural Prosperity podcast series is a production of the Radio Oklahoma Ag Network and OklahomaFarmReport.com. Proud to be a part of the family of the Funk Companies. <laughs>